episode 24, the episode not dedicated to Jeff Gordon. Thank you all for listening to episode 23, Bears and Batmans and Biscuits, oh my. <laughs> I am Gary on this Saturday morning here with... Uh, do I count in the Bears category or the Biscuits? You're, you're definitely not the Batmans, but you could be Batman. I could be Batman. Matt Reeves is looking for one. He would fit that bill. That was it. That was my best Batman. So was that? I was dying. That was dying Batman. I would. I. I don't know. Uh, you. I feel like you were more like the male Consuela from Family Guy. Oh no! We need more lemon pledge. No, we're out of lemon pledge. <laughs> so, so who are you? You can be oh, whoever no. you want today. Bat Bear. <laughs> Bat Bear. Okay. Bat Bear. Okay. Bat, Bat, Bat Bear. Bear. And who else is here? Uh, Jake Butt. Jake's going to play more of a stat guy role. And Jake Butt plays for the Broncos, so that's not possible. All right, well, I'm not Jake Butt. I'm You're Jake Butt Wayne. Jake. Butt Jake, all right. Two T's or one T? Uh, five T's. I like it. <laughs> but, but Jake. And uh, you said you are playing the role of stat guy today, so you're going to give us stats today since wrestling is not your forte? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to give my best I mean, non-educated, just random guesses, but, I mean, I'll do what I can do. All right, that sounds fair enough. Um, And Bear's going to actually write down our picks today. Nope. Okay, maybe not. I am going to put our initials next to them, just like I did last week. Oh, still making the picks. I like it. Yes. Wait, does does, uh, Stack Guy's picks count for wrestling? Yeah, I I, I do have your record here once we get to it after Gary goes over our sponsors. Yes, I will go over our sponsors. I'm going to remind people that I'll wear clothing is who we enjoy. Thank you, All Wear Clothing, for being a sponsor to us, yeah, it as was, always. It was nice to meet Brandon, too, at the football game last week. Yeah. Um, finally. After you rudely, <laughs> r- rudely walked over there. I saw him, to, and I walked away. Walked over there, talked to somebody, come back. Like, oh, Gary, who are you talking to? Oh, Brandon. Well, Brandon who? Oh, from All Wear. Oh, you mean the guy that sponsors our show? Maybe maybe Brandon and I should go meet him as well. Yeah, so I took you guys <laughs> So then we walked back over there. Yeah. I was over there for Thanks. a half hour. Thanks, Brandon. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, I wasn't there that long. Not, and not Brandon from the show. And before we get to the rest of the sponsors, thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, uh, Wes Anderson Music, and give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you as well to, you know what, I'm going to save them. Thank you to Verizon for what they do for us, of course, and they are a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future, we build it. Go to their website, get in touch with the sales rep in your area. Thank you to Tim and Stephanie. Credit scores on the rise, hopefully, bears as well. Did you ever actually find out if it went up? Yeah, we we think we went over that on Tuesday that it went up two points. I haven't checked it since then, so I don't know. All right, and Jake's still, you know, slacking. His, his stats and credit score are about in line. You know what? I don't want to hear it. You know, I think I'm doing pretty well for being 22, so I don't want to hear your bull crap. Get him, girl. What are you, 30 now, 32, 34, 40, 50, 60, 90? What are you doing over 69. there? 69. There you go. 31. Jesus. Yeah. Old as dirt. Times three plus six. So <laughs> we can get that. Bear with the quick math. It's 93 plus 6. That's 99. Yeah. I nailed it. You did? I'm on top of it this morning. I'd rather be 31 times 2 plus I think, I think I can think seven. better when I don't have to smell Brandon's pumpkin spice. Yeah, I agree. And uh, French toast stick breath from Burger King. So uh, I totally agree. Uh, uh, so thank you to Cassandra PNC 
who will help you with your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Give her a call, 419-877-0634. And we still kind of have this guy as a sponsor. You know, we'll, we'll th- Barry, you can thank him. Uh, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Is that Scene Crandall or Sean Crandall? It's uh, C.N. Crandall. C.N. Crandall, okay. Um, yeah, we, we appreciate everything C.N. does by not going and picking my weeds, so I have to do it by myself, which is kind of rude, but so be it. Sean does do a really good job, though, so um, as long as you're not in... Uh, well, re- let me pick this this week. Okay, I, but I need to write down countries and cross them off as I go, because there's a lot. You so said go you are going to do it. I am. I need to. Go ahead, Jake. Let's go Luxembourg. Nice pick. Luxembourg. I don't think they're a country anymore, but nice pick. No, they're not. I don't no. think so. Stat guy, why don't you get on that? Since you know you're, you're like, oh, could, I'm going to do good with stats this week. And if they're not a country. I could be wrong, but I, I thought think they that, still are. Are they? I, I thought so. they were eaten by, like, Germany or something. <laughs> they close. They're, like, all close right there. It's okay. Do they make, like, Rolexes or something? No, it's definitely still a country. Is it? Yeah. Since when? Is there a date? <laughs> Anyways. Keep it going, Stan. Cran- yeah, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care won't won't take care of you in Luxembourg, but will take care of you in the Toledo and surrounding areas. Uh, what's his number? Because I can't memorize that. 419-704-5471. If it was 281-330-8004, I'd be able to remember it. Hit Mike Jones up on the low. What? Because Mike Jones about to blow. Who? Mike Jones. There we go. All right, here we go. Uh, Luxembourg has been a country since June 9th. 2018. 18, 15. All right. Can you spell s- Luxembourg for us? L-U-X-E-M-B-O-U-R-G. I mean, he was looking right at it, so O-U- it doesn't really O-U-R-G. count. O-U-R-G. So it's Luxembourg. Luxembourg. I could have swore they were taken over by somebody. Maybe that was WW2, and I just didn't get over it. I can't remember. Maybe it was Saudi Arabia. They're still having Crown Jewel. Well, maybe. We'll get into that later. Yeah, no, all, it's still all happening. The, all the two matches that are on it. No, yeah. yeah no, was I'm saying every, after everyone backs it was the out. Same, it was the same. Well, there's more matches with the, the tournament, but they'll keep it going. Um, so let's just talk really quick. Women's Evolution. Recap that. Bear, what's the records? What do we have? All right. So I, myself, and Irene went 6-1 and one this week. Dominated. Um, my only loss was Becky Lynch over Charlotte, which was the best match, and we'll get to that here shortly. Um Stat guy Jake and Gary both went four and three this week, and Brandon with a very dominating two and five. Again? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Really bad. Wait, Stat guy did better than Brandon. Yes. Stat guy knows nothing about wrestling. And Stat guy picked Nia Jax, which was hard to do in a thirty-woman battle royal. Or how many ever were on that? So, I mean, you might have piggybacked off me, but you still picked her, and that's what matters. So I'm just gonna say uh, we are seventeen, ten, and one together. Okay. Brandon is 10, 17, and 1. Uh, I just don't understand why he I, – I don't get who he picks and why he picks them. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know if Stone Cold Steve Austin. If he doesn't understand that faces He's are gonna always going to win on these Royal. cards. So, I mean, like, Trish and Lita. Oh, wait, he picked them. But he didn't pick Natty, Sasha, and Bailey. I mean, the Riot Scott squad was never going to win. I, right. It, and well, he did take Ember, you know, which was it came down to Ember and it Naya, did Ember, which was good. yep. And I, uh, after it was Ember and uh, Naya and what Tamika Tanisha, what's her name? Tamina Snuka. Tamina, yeah. With both of them, I was like, oh, two big girls. Tamina and Naya cousins. And that's why I said, I said, oh, they got two. They got, and that's how it normally goes. You got the two big people in against the smaller person, and the smaller person always wins. So when uh, Naya, I think I texted you guys, I go, well, Ember's gonna win now. When it was that last one, I hope you light your mic on fire. <laughs> I'm going to pour gasoline on it one day so you do. You won't even know. <laughs> Maybe. So I'll know when my bird, my hey, bird, when my you don't have a mustache. Off. You're not like, gonna, oh, no. You'll be like Peter. not going to be too happy with you if you do that. Yeah, though. no more mustache rides. We, we, hey, the, the podcast paid rent this month. 
from the sponsors. Thank you, sponsors, for paying our rent in the ex-wife's garage. That is well, true. Appreciate it. We had to pay that on Thursday, so that was the first of the month. Yes. We, we got it in, so we're good. I, I think, I mean, if you do your mortgage, you really get 15 days, so technically we really had like two more weeks. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, we paid her at like 11.57 on Wednesday. It was good. Yeah. That's good enough. We did paid, the whole trick-or-treat together. Just paid, her, just paid her in candy. Yeah. We did the whole trick-or-treat together as family. You know, usually do. It's a fun time. So, you know what was interesting is ex, ex-wife and girlfriend were there together. That was an interesting time. That's a little bit odd. Yeah, they get along. It's perfect. How much candy did Grayson get, and why is there none in front of me right now? I, I'm sorry. I, I, I brought you out some trail mix this morning. Yeah, that's not leftover did you Halloween want some, candy. Did you want pumpkin spice frosted flakes? This is the time of the year that I pawn off everyone's Halloween candy from their kids because I don't have kids, so it's just easy. Everyone at work, I'll be like, okay, bring in all that extra candy that you guys don't want and your kids can't have and give it to me. I'd always do that with Jason. Well, Jason's not here for Halloween this year, so I'm not going to be able to steal his kids' candy it, now. You know, it's I'm ridiculous. Kind of, I, I'm, I'm happy we're covering Canadian Stampede later. I wish we would have covered a Halloween Havoc, but it would have kind of been in line with uh, – it made sense – but it would have been in line with didn't didn't something to wrestle with cover one or no, 83, uh, weeks? 83 weeks did 95 Halloween Havoc did they so, yeah we don't want yeah. to follow them. I mean no, not we're kind of following them but we want to uh, you know we're we're not getting the background on it we're just giving our opinion on the show more right, or less right. we don't have the inside scoop so anyways back to yeah, yeah, yeah. back, Let's just back get to right women's into that, evolution yeah. let's start from the bottom up well I, I want to cover the co-main last I want okay. Rhonda I, I want to talk about that for a little bit so yeah Trish and Lita. Beat Mickey and Alicia. What did you think of the match? Honestly, I turned it on late. I did not see that match. I didn't know it started at 7. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought it started at 8 as well. That's why I turned it on a little bit late. Um, So I was still watching football. So this was the only... I turned it on right when um, the Battle Royal was starting. So I didn't see Trish and Lita, um, but they did win. They looked good, by the way. They like I didn't see, I just saw a picture on Twitter, and they looked good. Well, I, I mean, they always look good, but how did they look yeah. wrestling? I, I didn't see oh, it. Didn't see I, it I turned on late too. What, but what Brandon say? Uh, let's see. Let's notes. look what Brandon said. Great pay per view overall. <laughs> 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 and then uh, he and he said the his favorite match, of course, was the last woman standing, which we'll get into later. And he's got a, a good thing there. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I wanted to tell you we we didn't put it. We're not going to count this record because it was a dark match and we didn't see it. I had to do some research to find out. But Rhea Ripley beat question mark okay <laughs> question mark uh was decora kai so uh unfortunately oh, i would have picked it. rhea ripley if i would have known that then yeah if we would have known that we had no idea so it was a dark match anyway uh naya like we said won the women's battle royal yep. good pick our, our picks all four of us had either naya or ember and they were the final two so good picks by us uh tony storm beat uh eo shry so that uh, that was a good match, you know. They a very good match. She needed the the horsewomen to help her out to, to win that <laughs> match. Yes, so it was and good. What did you think of uh, Sasha Bailey and Natty beating the Riot Squad? Um, I, I thought that was a pretty good match as well. I know that you said something about how you didn't like Bailey or something like that. I, I mean, I like Bailey. I think she's really good. I no, I just yeah, she's good. She's fun. But I just look at her. I'm like, ugh, you know. Yeah. It's something like I don't, I don't know, know what it is. She wants hugs and shit. It's like, go away. With And she's got her uh, wacky, wavy, inflatable arm playing. Like Those are my man. favorite. Those, Those are the, the best. The, the used car sales, yes. inflatables. What was yeah. that, Family Guy? <laughs> wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> and then, and of course, always Sunny D does it, does the dance with that. You've, have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's <laughs> absolutely amazing when she's just going with it and just waving back and forth just like those. <laughs> Those are some good ones. But, yeah, I mean, that was a good match. Like you said, you knew it was going to happen. Um, Natty ended up winning with the sharpshooter, right? 
Is that how that ended or no? She had a double sharpshooter. I saw that and I can't remember if that's how it ended or not. I don't either. But, you know, faces, they're going to win. I was going between that, the World Series, and the football game. So it was kind of. I didn't didn't have the World Series. I did have the football game on, um, but I I did have that as well as I was trying to watch and take a little bit of notes on that. Um, And then the next match was, uh, what's her name? Kiara Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Yep. Kyrie Sane. Yep, Kyrie Sane. I didn't know who that was, and I took Baszler. I was the only one that took Baszler, and she ended up winning, and I didn't realize how much of a monster she was. She is. They could push her. They could push her against Ronda hard. Oh, yeah. That would be, as a heel, oh, that would be great. I think that would be huge. It was, uh, that was, I think, their third match. Um, They, Kyrie won in the, or that was their fourth match. Kyrie won at the Mae Young Classic, the first one. And then Shayna got the title. Kyrie took it off her in their match. And I, this might have been the rubber match. I can't remember. But Shayna got it uh, back. So she got the title back. Um, or she's the one that had the help, not uh, Tony Storm. Or was it Tony Storm? What did you call her? You called her something else. I asked you. I couldn't remember. I, yeah, I don't remember but either. But Shayna had the help from the four horsewomen. Excuse me. You want to give us that, that horse noise again? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So uh, just be- do that every before time we now. cover the match of the night, we're, gonna, we're just going to make that the title. I just. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to type that out, but you're going to type it out. It's going to be tough. We'll figure something out. Rhonda and Nikki. I thought it was boring. It was. It was not that good. Um, yeah, I, obviously it's it's easy to go back and do this after the fact, but Charlotte and Becky should have been the main event. Um, yeah, Rod, I mean, and, and maybe that's why we didn't think the match was that great, but I just didn't think overall. I mean, I don't think Nikki it's Bella coming back. It's Nick- like WrestleMania 25 when they had to follow Taker and Michaels. Yeah. yeah. How and, do you follow that? And I think Nikki Bella coming back just... Or was that Maine in 25? What? Michaels and Taker. Was that Maine in WrestleMania 25? I can't remember. Mm, I don't think so because that would have been... I don't know. Stat Guy will have to look that up. But I, WrestleMania 25, Stat Guy. I would, yes, I would think that... Um, I would imagine that it wasn't. Because it was the second match coming back, but I, I honestly don't remember because that was the one in Arizona, right? Right. Yeah, in Phoenix. So uh, to get to this, this what should have been main, uh, definitely not the main event. Now Becky and Charlotte back. went for almost thirty minutes. Yeah. By the way, amazing and match. Amazing match. Match of the night went almost a half hour, like we said. Brandon said to this, "Old Mike Kyoto, which we talked about in the text with the chair assist, was funny, but the match was solid. Like." There was a few things I'm like, okay, they didn't break the table the first time. Yep. I mean, you're gonna have these few botches. They're not heavy. You know. Yeah, they don't. They just don't have the. I mean, they're not pulling around 265 like the guys are, and the tables are different than they used to be. If that was an old school table, that would have broke easily off of the first moonsault she did. So I, I agree. And you know, Mike Kyoto, I saw I saw her reach, and I'm like, he's gonna try to kick that, and he just <laughs> slides it over a couple kicks. And uh, but I tell you what. Charlotte I like, Becky is a good feud. I like the start when they threw all the chairs. They kept their own chairs in the ring. That was really cool. I mean, it really set the tone for how it was. Inside the ring was great. Outside the ring was great. Ladders, tables, chairs. I mean, announcer tables, everything. I, I mean, I thought it was an absolute fantastic match. Go ahead, Jake. What you got? Uh, what was I supposed to look at? WrestleMania 25, main event. main event. Main event. So, uh, you know, everything they're doing, and then obviously the, the final spot at the end where Charlotte uh, does the moonsault through the table and misses um, and, and almost almost gets up at nine and a half. Such a great way to end, and, and Becky's standing there. And, I mean, she, you know, that was, a, that was a monster bump that she took, and it was insane. Looked like it hurt. But they put they both put on a hell of a match. Um, I and I was sitting there thinking, you know, as we were you know going back, is that I guarantee they both went into the locker room and not only got a standing ovation, but I guarantee they hugged each other like immediately and realized that 
that was an amazing match. Yeah. There's no way that they didn't. And nobody thought. That did was you know great. Vince uh, was in Gorilla the whole time? Because they said it was a lot like. Was he? Yeah, they said it, he he was the one that was calling the match. They said it was a lot like NXT, so they thought Hunter was doing it. No, it was Vince. That's I didn't know that. That's really cool. And I mean, yeah, I guarantee he did the same thing. He probably was like, "Damn, that." That was probably. I, I hope they have the backstage like they do on the network with a lot of things. I want to see that. I think they will eventually. Yeah. Though you got to give it a little bit, but I think that. Um, that probably ends the feud, I would guess. But that also probably was maybe the best women's match ever. Yeah, would you oh, agree? Yeah. I agree. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's it, that's it, one of the best matches probably of all time. Knowing that, yeah. Knowing that, what it meant. The best last last man woman standing match ever. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's fantastic. What do we got? WrestleMania 25 was Triple H versus Randy or, Orton. <laughs> Randy, what's his name? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I just because that was the first Shawn Michaels. Um, Undertaker match, so I knew it wasn't the first match. Yeah. Because it was so good, you had to follow it. Yeah. You know? That's what terrible. sucked. But yeah, no, definitely, I would say, I like I said, we're in agreement. Definitely best women's match of all time. If not, best last man slash woman standing match ever. Um, I mean, it was it was good. It had you on the seat. Like you said, when she was up, I was like, is she going to stand up here at nine and a half and keep going? Like, what else can she do? And, and you saw Becky's face as she was, it was a perfect camera shot as Becky was standing there on the ring, you know, or not on the ring, but standing against the ring. And she was just watching, like, in fear, and she's getting up, and then she just doesn't. And then you see the, the joy. And that's, I mean, that's what makes it great. That's that's the whole point of making wrestling Telling good. a story. And, and they, did, they did great. They did, they did an story. amazing job doing it, and it was a phenomenal match. That Charlotte Flair drip did not work for that match. No, it did not. Um, <laughs> but I, man, she took a hard bump through that table off the power bomb from the top. Yeah, a lot of those were insane. Even her first one that she hit and didn't break, and then she went through again. It just looked like it hurt Becky even. So yeah, and Kyoto, you know, he like we said with the assist, and he was going around, you know, grabbing their hands to make sure they're all right. Oh yeah, and he had to. They they took a lot of bumps, and I'm sure they were sore, but man, they they put on a hell of a match. Yep. Absolutely, I, I I can't deny that at all. Absolutely amazing. Um, and I, you know, I'm not a fan of. We talked about this last week uh, after Survivor Series or two or two weeks ago. I'm not a fan of the women's hardcore match. This was totally different. Right. I mean, this was like you said, just excellently done, wonderful match. I was extremely impressed. Um, and like I said, honestly, a lot of the matches were great. I, I think honestly, I really think the worst match was Ronda and Nikki Bella. And it was still a decent match. It wasn't great, but I think all the other women's matches were fantastic, in my opinion. I don't think there was really one terrible match on. That's better than a lot of pay-per-views. Uh, definitely recent pay-per-views, right. but just a lot of pay-per-views in general. I agree. And uh, so we we talk about. Um, oh, by the way, hold on a second. Let me look this up because I do have a great quote from this. Because Sunday night I texted Jason and I asked him. Hold on, wait. Let me find this here because this is great. Do, do. Oh, yeah, I texted him. I said, don't wear those sweatpants out tonight, buddy, because I know he was watching the pay-per-view. <laughs> so he ended up going. I said, well, because he never answered me, which I thought was quite rude. So I ended up going, thanks for answering me yesterday. Real best friend material you are. He goes, sorry, phone doesn't work in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy poofs. Uh, so recent weeks, we've had some, some heel turns, some face turns. So Dean Ambrose did a heel turn as we know and we discussed with Seth Rollins um, Braun Strowman did a face turn which we knew he would have to somebody needs to be the face in that matchup with Brock and Elias did a face turn I like him as a heel but you know face turn we'll see yeah I didn't I, I haven't watched but um, that'll be very interesting I think you're right as I think it's a little bit odd that he's face why did why did he turn face 
Who did he? Because they they don't have you know enough faces on the show with Roman gone, Dean turned. You had to basically turn two people, and they did. And um, so we asked the question: Should anybody else turn uh, face or heel? Um, and Brandon said maybe Drew McIntyre turn on Dolph. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that means heel turn or face turn, but um, depending, I you know we'll get into our picks later. I think that depends too because Drew is going to be the guy that is going to be up there fighting Braun or Brock, you know, keep it the big men. Yeah, um, like you said, I wish I could, uh, since I haven't really watched much SmackDown or Raw, I wish I could intervene here and help you out with uh, who should turn. So um, I know that, yeah, I would agree with Brandon. I, I definitely would and think that, you know, I, and I think it's going to happen. McIntyre's going to have to turn on him eventually. But if he turns on him, that make him face, right, and keep Dolph as a heel? Right. Or will they turn on that? I mean... Because I think you got to keep Becky as a heel because she's getting that face reaction anyways. So you're not going to change any of that. Like I said, um, you know, I like, I like, I, this isn't really a turn, but I like pushing that Shayna Baszler or whatever her name is to uh, to fight Ronda maybe. Maybe not Charlotte and Ronda. You know, you go, uh, you push her as just a major heel and get her on the show and, and push because you got to think of it, she's destroying everybody, and really the only person, you know, she hasn't beaten Becky, Charlotte, obviously, but they're on SmackDown. So if you bring this other chick, the Shayna Baszler or whatever, to Raw, I think that would make a, a great, um, you know, it'd be a great story. Someone who could beat her after she's been beating everybody over and over again. So yeah, maybe I think be that something. put her at, like, 24-0 or something like that, Ronda. Yep. Um, all right, so Jeremy gave us, in your house, Canadian Stampede. So let's talk about some of this. New Blackjacks uh, fought the Godwins. It was on free-for-all, so it was not on the show. The Godwins won that match. Um, what would you think of Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Mankind? I loved it. Uh, I thought that was an excellent match. I thought it was a great way to uh, start off the show. Um, that was one of the nasty bumps. I mean, Mankind's taken a whole bunch of nasty bumps, but the one where he, he does the backdrop um, off or on the mat onto the stairs, his leg, did you see that? It was disgusting. Yeah. And, you know, you got – and they're selling it well, saying that he broke his leg. But, I mean, it really looked like he broke his leg. It looked like he messed it up, and I think he was hobbling for a lot of that match. So he definitely hurt it at some point in there. But, wow, um, I thought it was a good match. China involved, I thought that was good. But, yeah, Mankind just typical getting his ass whipped in that match. And I thought it was I thought it was a good way to start the show. Brandon said, great match, four and a half stars. Every time these guys have a match, it's great. Loved how it was a double count out, and they kept fighting into the next match and so on. Um, I loved, and Brandon and I talked about this on the phone earlier, that I love the opening promo of uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, born with a silver spoon in his mouth, and then Jerry Lawler asked, I don't know if you caught this, he asked, uh, has Hunter Hearst Helmsley ever tried to buy WWE? <laughs> Fast forward 21 years later, he did not have to buy it. He just had to sleep with the boss's daughter. And marry kids. her and have some kids and be one of the biggest stars ever. But also, I guess I should because I noted this and I forgot to say it, to start the show, Jerry the King Lawler's hat. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> yeah. the funniest thing ever because they're all wearing cowboy hats, and he has this oversized black cowboy hat, and he can't even see. Right. He's, like, looking up from the camera. The, it's just fantastic. Brandon mentioned uh, this was one of the first times he has seen Vince call a match. He, Does he not was, watch I, old? I mean, he, he. It's. I guess he paid attention this time because he's like, I'm not used to seeing that with Vince, you know, and we are because it's – we watch old school. I grew up, you know, yeah. watching earlier than that. So I was used to Vince being, you know, the face and Lawler being the heel when they're calling matches. Brandon, but why why have you not watched like every WrestleMania in a row? 
just to get up to like you know 13 when he stops calling matches right and then um typical brandon right and i loved um the match was okay um it was good you know a good opening match i do like that it was a double count out and they fought you know all the way into the parking lot for me it didn't live up to their king of the ring match yeah, they, I mean, they had to follow that, yeah. and that was a really good match. It's usually hard to follow, you know, when you have a great match, it's hard to follow it. Um, but other than that, it was pretty good. They fought all over the arena, and then, like we said, the next match started, and it was Taka Michinoku and the great Suzuki. Uh, what would you think of that? Um, Like I said, sorry. Jeez, I need some more coffee this morning. I'm yawning. Um, it was... It was an okay match, I and that's actually probably how I thought of the match. A, a yawn, you know, it was okay. I think that was Taka's first uh, fight or first match in the WWF, is what they said. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, the great Sasuke had no idea who that was. He ended up getting the win, but it was okay. I mean, I wasn't a fan. But bringing in Taka, you would think that they would let him win. Obviously, he had a decent run as light heavyweight, light heavyweight champ. But if you if that's gonna be your first match in, Jr. talked him up, and then he ends up losing little bit odd in, in my opinion right and brandon said good match three stars not much here because i don't remember these guys much i do remember taka and kayantai though so um i don't know if you remember choppy, that choppy, choppy, yeah <laughs> and i said same thing decent match they cut back to the guys fighting outside in the parking lot uh they promoted with vader and doc hendricks and paul bearer with no makeup which i have to say paul bearer with no makeup is creepier than paul bear with makeup yeah, um, he was. I mean, he, Paul Bear is a great heel man. He's a great manager in general, probably top three, I would imagine. But a great heel manager, and I, I think that um, you know, without the makeup, doing his whole. Let's see, he was Vader's at the time, right? And he was saying that this was the whole Kane was coming sort of thing, right? He was he killed your brother, all this and that, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Yeah, so without the makeup is is really odd. I think it makes his face look more fat. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I'd like to hear Brandon's opinion on that when he listens to this, see if it makes his face look more fat. So the next one, Vader and Undertaker, heavyweight championship. He said, again, great match. Totally forgot Paul Bear was with Vader. Four and a half stars. Yep, I agree with him. Besides the whole Paul Bear, Paul Bear with Vader thing, I, I knew that. But Brandon's just a slacker and doesn't watch his old. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start pulling more old stuff for Brandon so he can listen to that. Maybe that'll be our next few. But, um, you know, it was a good match. You know, it it, fit, it was a good story at the time. They kept pulling the whole Kane thing, and um, Undertaker obviously getting the wind at the end. The Vader was still a monster at this time. I mean, he was still very much in his prime and still a really good athlete. I thought they put on one hell of a match in this one as well. Very very underrated match. Kind of gets looked over on this card. I agree. And uh, chokes, so how he had to win, Undertaker, choke slam from the second rope, then a choke slam again, then in the tombstone. Yep. And like you said, Vader, man, what he was able to do, being that big of a guy, the moonsault and everything else, he was just fun. Like, Vader was a fun guy to watch. Like and, I said, uh, uh, he is, ex- I mean, you would agree with me, right? He's probably one of the more underrated wrestlers of all oh, time yeah, that absolutely. people don't really think about. But, I mean, yeah, the I mean, he was, what, 350 pounds, 375 yeah, doing moonsaults? I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's insane. And he played, what, football at Colorado, I think. He was a great athlete. Might have went pro. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, phenomenal. Very, very underrated. Right, right. Uh, and he played, um, you said where? Sorry. Colorado. He was Colorado Buffalo. I don't know if he played in the pros or not. Well, I'm going to get into that a little later because we were reminded of things. Um, next, we had the the main. It was a, it was a short pay-per-view, yep. hour and a half. Yep. Um, Hart Foundation, Brett Owen, uh, Jim Neidhart, British Bulldog, Brian Pillman, 
versus Ken Shamrock, Gold Dust, Legion of Doom, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. What a fun match. And like we said, with the, the, the faces coming out that are actually heels and then the heels coming out as faces because they're in Canada. Yep. The, uh, this is the whole um, – the one, or, well, first off, it starts Austin early getting in. You know, this is Austin's big push, and he, there's five of them doing – five of the Hart Foundation doing the, the promo in the locker room, and Austin comes and has to get pulled back, which is pretty fun to start that off. But uh, this is when Stone Cold was feuding with Bret Hart. And, I mean, was just hot as hot could be at the time, was getting pops everywhere. And, and this crowd you saw as he came out, it was a half and half. You know, he got more booze than pops, which was probably the first time. And the Hart Foundation obviously came out, and everyone popped for them. Like you said, huge. They're all from Calgary. I think, didn't they go over, didn't they go with Stu Hart? And I think, like, Calgary's prime minister or mayor or whatever the hell they have up there. Yeah, whatever they call it. Whatever and he was. The mom, Mar- what is it, Martha? Yeah, yeah. Stu, they were there. It was in Calgary. Um Yep, you know, and and they they had the whole stampede thing. The yep, Canadian that was stampede. yeah. They went over how the Calgary Brett, stampede. Yep, how know? how Bret Hart had you know they went for his autograph signing and he had like they said it was a mile long uh, and he signed every autograph, which is cool. You know, it's his hometown. He wouldn't do that anywhere else. That, but that's like uh, Cena. Now you know Cena had yep. a he just had a book come out like a children's book. Um, stat guy, can you check that out? What the name of the book is? Cena just had it. It's a kid's book. Um, it's like a monster truck. What's his name? Grease. Grease ball or grease, grease something, and so he was grave digger. Yeah, he was in Barnes and Noble and all these. I mean, line for oh, days. Yeah. And he said, and this is what I respect about John, is all he said was, "I will be here and sign everything until everybody is through that line." Yeah, and that's all. You know, that's John. He, and he does. You're right. He does that. Uh, you know, all the time. All Obviously, the time. he's what the top Make a Wish guy by a landslide. A yeah. yeah, I mean, he does everything. He's a, he's a great guy. So. It doesn't surprise me. What do we got? So John Cena's book, Elbow Grease. Elbow Grease. Elbow Grease. And yeah. it does have a monster truck on the front. Yeah, that's Some the name sort. of the monster. Elbow Grease is the name of the monster truck. There you go. So it's all about, you know, never give up, the whole John Cena mantra. That's what it is. Um, so with this match, Stu and Helen Hart at ringside, all I could think of is Jerry ripping on Stu like he always, always. does. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. And the heat on Stone Cold was great. Flipping the bird to everyone as usual. Um, they pop for everybody on Team Canada. You know, I looked at Diana Hart Smith, and I was like, she could have been a diva, like or like a like maybe not a diva, but a manager. You know, like your uh, like your Marlenas and your and your Miss Elizabeth. But she would have been just a quiet, shy type. Yeah, I don't know. I don't not very. I don't think she was very attractive. I don't know. It's She's that, okay. The whole Hart family is just blah. Did you did you notice that Stu was always looking at the camera, smiling? Creep me out. No, I didn't, but, I mean, he is, like, an he, old wrestling promoter, so he probably knew exactly where it was going and everything as they went. Well, you know what it reminded me of, though? The Crypt Keeper? Mr. Herbert from Family Guy. <laughs> Want to go to the heart dungeon? i give you a popsicle. <laughs> yep, just him. Same wrestling. Yep, and, but this also reminded me why Owen was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And the Slammy Awards, you know, coming out with those, and still Brandon. The King of Hearts, Owen Hart. Screw Bret Hart. Bret yep. screwed Bret. Agreed. Uh, the Woo. the match. Um, so fun fact: the match ended a long feud with Stone Cold and Bret, and Stone Cold started feuding with Owen the next night by attacking him when he was singing the national anthem for Canada. Yep. And of course, this led to the the their pay per view. Yep. The Bosch pile driver. 
broke his neck and left him partially paralyzed, and he didn't have to kiss Owen's ass because he basically laid down so he could cover him. He was yep. done for, we know. And uh, my favorite thing, and I need to get this shirt somehow. Owen 316 said, I just, I just broke, broke your neck. neck. Yeah, and I just got my, I got my WWE Slam Crate today. Oh, it's sitting right there. i got to show you the shirt I got in it. I'll save it to show you. I'll pull it out here when, when you start talking. But you want to tell us a little bit about the match, what happened, what you thought? Yeah, I mean, the match was great. Obviously, I think it started off with Bret and Austin as they went. I mean, it was a good match. I don't know how long it went, but it had to go probably for like 40 minutes, it felt like. I mean, it took forever. Everyone got in. Everyone got their stuff going. I love it. That's a Ric Flair whooshier. That's the old WWF. That's old school WWF logo Wait, right there. That? That's no. awesome. Why? This is my Slam Crate, man. Buy the Slam Crate. Go to LootCrate.com. Get the WWE Slam Crate. There you go. There you go. Get the slam crate. They're probably sold out. But what if I want that just Ric Flair shirt? No. Buy it. You can't just get it. You get it. And these come every month. This one's Ultimate Warrior. Last month was Alexa Bliss. It's just like a figure. Bobblehead? Yep. Well, it's not a bobblehead. It's an actual ring figure. It comes with a partial ring. And we've had like Undertaker, Stone Cold, Rock, Alexa, Warrior. You know, it's it's had everybody. Triple H. Okay. Cool. I've gotten every one of these since they started with Loot Crate. So do you have a shelf with them all displayed in the house anywhere? No. You can see a lot of my boxes are right here. The rest are in storage. Oh, I didn't know if they were. I didn't know if they were. No, because, you know, we rent here. And eventually when we decide if, you know, we move or if we stay here for, you know, a while and and do our show, like, I got to ask ex-wife, hey, I can put some of our stuff up, but... I don't really want to do it when it's not mine, um, but we'll see. So, like, if I get closer to where I want to be and have, like, our man cave area, then, uh, yeah, all my wrestling shit's going up. Yeah, I was going to say, you should talk to ex-wife and uh, see if we can make uh, the good old ex-wife's garage the man cave. We could. We pay rent. <laughs> yeah, that is true. If we pay rent, I feel like this is ours, right? That's how that works when you pay rent. Yeah, yeah so right, right. You just can't, like, paint and shit. No, that's yeah. okay, though. So, anyways, with the, with the match, you know, as we talked, they all got all the all the Heart Foundation got pop. Um, you know, Pillman came out first, Anvil came out next, then you had Bulldog after that, Owen, and then Brett obviously got the biggest pop of all of them. The uh, team, I guess USA, as you could say it at the time, Austin, you know, obviously got big heat. LOD, which gets the LOD pop, did not. They got booed as well. Shamrock probably got the most heat with Gold Dust um, as well. They both got some pretty good heat. But like I said, all-around good match. There's a lot of action in this, so it's hard to go over, but it was a fantastic match. I don't know what the time was on it, like I was saying earlier, but it had to be 35 to 40 minutes. Just all around, everyone beating everybody up. Um, Owen ended up getting hurt from Austin hitting his leg against the uh, the ring post and then ended up going to the back, which if you saw one of the other Hart brothers, I don't know which one it is because there's 90 million of them, um, threw beer at Austin. Did you see that? From over the railing, was throwing beer at him and like was trying to grab him. And I felt like it was story, but at the same time, I didn't. Like, it was really odd, but that seemed like a total heart thing to do because, you know, they're just a, I don't know, I just don't like them as a family. Besides Owen, uh, all the other ones, I mean, of those older brothers, not a big fan of. Um, And then Austin got hurt, went to the back. You know, they started fighting through that. And then, um, oh, I don't even know. How how did it end? I'm not even going to lie. Was it, um, did Brett give the shirt? No, someone got pinned. I think Owen pinned. Owen pinned like Austin or something, I think, in the ring. I don't exactly remember. Um, You look it up right now. But it was good. After that, then Austin comes back, ends up beating the crap out of everybody, gets thrown out, everyone gets beat up, and then, like, the whole Hart Foundation, all the family and everything comes into the ring. I thought it was kind of, I mean, 
it was a lame ending to me, obviously, because I'd be rooting for Austin and that team to win. But then you get all of them in the ring, and it's just like the hometown thing. And Stu comes in, and Helen comes in, and all the hearts, all the kids. The cool thing is that when you, you know, when you, uh, when you see the kids, Natty's in there. Tyson, you know, those kids, the ones who are growing up wrestlers now, you can see in the ring as well. So I think that's pretty cool. But, you know, decent, like you said, I thought it was a pretty good show. That match was awesome, and I told Brandon, I think, before, just the heat of that match is insane. The crowd's pretty good, but, I mean, you that crowd starts stomping in that wherever the hell they were at in the Saddle Dome of Calgary. I mean, there was, I think, like 12,000 people in there, and it was it was wild. The cameras were shaking from them stomping. Like, it, it was insane, something like you've never seen before. So that's I think that's why it was great to cover this. And I know that uh, Jeremy just wanted us to cover the last match, but the whole card I think I think was pretty good in my opinion. I mean, the whole card I'd give like probably three and a half, being just a short pay per view. Yeah, the and I agree. Um, the the one thing I didn't like is you know all the guys were wearing their their stuff. The announcers, they all are there. It was like texas canada you know because of how they looked yeah yeah it was uh i mean it was a stampede look but they had the hats and it was yeah it was odd it was really weird but like i said jerry lawler's hat was just so funny it was awesome yes and so brandon what he had said with this you guys were right this was a great pay-per-view this match was awesome the hart family invading the ring after um all in all this was a great match five stars crazy to think pillman was gone three months later yeah just to think about that three months later he was gone and you know the screw job came after what uh five months later the screw job because this was what july yeah so four four months later yeah Yeah, um i mean i mean it's crazy to think you're right uh two a month later austin breaks his neck pillman kills himself or ods um you know you have the screw job so brett's gone after that owen dies two years later i mean you know anvil obviously just passed away and then you got obviously Gold Dust is still going. Um, Hawk died, you know. OD Animal's still around, and then uh, you know Shamrock is still getting his ass whipped in the UFC. So, <laughs> right at like 52 years old. But yeah, it's it's crazy to to see where all of that goes, and and you know it's not that how fast time goes, but it's insane to see that. Yeah, you're right, Pillman. You know, two months later he's gone, and three months later brett's out of the wwf something you wouldn't ever think you'd see owen dies two years later owen dies two years later so yeah it's it's interesting it's crazy but you know that's how life works sometimes right and we go from there right and uh so next let's let's jump to justin on the twitter before we go into crown jewel um similar to the crown jewel controversy what are the biggest political controversies that wrestling has been involved with so what's going on here is uh, there has been a murder in the consulate, and the Saudi Arabian government admitted to it. And uh, so it's interesting. A lot of people don't want Crown Jewel to happen. Uh, John Cena is not participating in Crown Jewel, and Bobby Lashley is filling in. At, at the moment, I haven't checked to see if Daniel Bryan is still fighting. He's out. Is, He's out. Is he? Yep. So, you know, I we won't know because we are not watching so if he didn't make the flight or he didn't do this, I have I turned off all spoilers, so I don't know what happened. I'm not going to watch it until tonight. Um, I wanted to get our predictions in. I'm assuming Brandon sent me his picks 
a while back. He sent them to me on Thursday, so uh, his are good, and we're going to make ours now. So uh, yeah. well, it's interesting after we do the, the question right. here. Right. Well, like I said, as as of as of Tuesday night SmackDown, he wasn't supposed to be on. He said he wasn't going to. Um, and they also said, which is kind of shocking, they said Renee Young is going to join the broadcast team, so we'll see if she's there broadcasting. Um, I don't know if she will be or not because – she, you know, they're whatever against women there. Don't have women's rights, whatever in Saudi Arabia. And so, there's no women matches on the card. Yep, none of that either. Which I mean, they just did have a big women's pay per view, so that also True. would be a reason why. And you know, you can't travel week to week to do that. Could, but probably not. So um, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Just like you said, um, you know, we we'll see. Um, yeah, I I didn't watch it either last night. I don't. You know, I was going to wait till after the show to see so we could kind of preview it now. Um, but we can certainly go from there and see what we got. So if you well, want to get what, Well, not yet. What other political things? we got to answer oh, Justin on sorry. the Twitter. What other political things involved uh, essentially with wrestling, similar to Crown Jewel, um, were controversies that wrestling was involved with? So um, I'll just give you Brandon's real quick if he did give us anything. And he probably didn't because that's how Brandon is. He forgets to answer some of these questions. Yep. And he didn't answer. So okay. shocking. Shocking. Um, I'll give mine then. So um, the steroid scandal, that was a big deal. Uh, political, you know, obviously yeah. political involvement. Um, another one, the deaths of wrestlers, that was a big deal. Kind of ties in with steroids and some other things going on. And then right now I think a big one is for a lot of people, you know, Linda ran for Senate, but now she's the Small Business Administration under yep. under Trump. Trump. So that's a big problem for people that yep. have stuff against Trump. So uh, that's that's what I had on my list. Yeah, I mean, my biggest one is Jesse Ventura, obviously, you know, being governor of Minnesota. But he also, you know, wanted to run for president. He did use the WWE, WWF a lot to push for that. And I know that him and Vince have a rocky relationship. That was the one that really came to my head. I knew there were other things. You know, the steroid scandal was the first thing I thought of. I figured that would come up. But, yeah, since we didn't mention that, definitely Jesse Ventura. Um, you know, that's probably the biggest one on there. You could go back and say Trump, but he wasn't in politics at the time when he was on WrestleMania, so you really can't do that. Um, obviously, now looking back, you can, but he wasn't president into presidency, into politics at all at that time, so that's nothing that we would do. So yeah, really, no, Trump, Trump, no, not now, but you know, with Linda being a small business administration, a lot of people have problems with it because Vince McMahon is big business, yep, and she's small business administration yeah. so but you, you got to remind people they just like walmart it started as a small business yeah you know, sam mean, walton nothing every, nothing starts as a monster right. conglomerate and, you have to build your way and up. mcdonald's you know have you seen the movie the founder the very t- good movie yes with michael keaton as ray Kroc. i have not no it, very good and uh talks about you know the mcdonald's brothers and what they had and it, it really puts it in perspective for you what ray Kroc did to get that going because he was going around selling milk milkshake machines and yep. he goes into mcdonald's and checks out like their thing he's like this is unreal and just made it bigger franchise it out and made it huge and, and then and now their ice cream machines don't work ever ever which is it makes no sense which is you would think that's what they build off of which you know but i damn find mcdonald's it, damn mcdonald's i find you hilarious <laughs> um so the for crown jewel you what about you jake you got anything because i know you kind of sit back on this show See, I don't have anything. I know I just asked you a question, but... Um, What'd you ask? So, Triple H, is that Vince McMahon's son-in-law? Yes. From what I just saw? 
online. What you just saw? You just saw that? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, he's I, been I, his son-in-law for a I, long time. I had no. They idea. have daughters like 12, 10, and eight. So Triple I, H and Stephanie. Okay, I had no idea. Yeah, That's he why he I is saw that. on on um on screen. He's the chief operating officer, and Stephanie's you know something else. But she's the chief branding officer. Uh, you know behind the scenes, and he doesn't really have a title yet. He's an executive. He will be, him and Stephanie will take over eventually. He runs NXT. He's going to run. He's going to be Vince. He's going to be the guy in Gorilla. He's going to be the one making all the calls. He is just what, all the talent he's pulled uh, over. And I, I get sick all the time of people talking about Triple H doesn't put people over. Shut up. He puts everybody over now. Especially I mean, everybody in, in NXT. That's right. all he does is put people and, over. And like so, yeah. Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30, put him over, yeah. you know, to get him into the main match. Orton plenty Orton of times. Batista. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous to say. It's garbage. And uh, so let's get right into to Go ahead. You got something else? I just got a fun fact for you. Uh, the McMahon family uh, holds approximately 70% of WWE's equity and about and 96% of their voting power. Yeah, so, be, so it's because they, they are a publicly traded company. Yep. So, you know, that's what Vince, what did he do? He cashed in $100 million to get XFL started again yeah. of his stock. So, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's worth, what did we say, $2.3 or $4 billion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check yeah. it. See if it's gone up, Jake. Vince McMahon uh, uh, net worth now. Um, and while you do that, uh, let's get into Crown Jewel. So not many matches. Oh, he's got it already. Go ahead. No, I don't have it already. I just wanted to be the one to say John Cena is out for Crown Jewel. Yeah, we said that 20 minutes ago. I just saying it. Didn't, I thought we said that last week, too. Yeah. It's okay, Jake. Stat guy's a little late. He's late like usual. If you go back to State Farm, it would probably be best. Yeah. Um, I know that you say there's not a lot, but I'm actually looking up like the card right now, the most recent. Without spoilers, this was as of yesterday before and i have one two three four five six seven eight matches now well yeah there's four that are for the um do they actually have the matchups i haven't looked yeah well they have they have 11 on here but three of them are tbd um because it's the oh, oh those are the semi those are the semi semi-finals that would be why they're tbd so we haven't even gotten to the world cup singles or the do we know who's fighting who in the world cup yes oh, i have it i have it right here and brandon unfortunately doesn't have it you know what while you're doing this, I'm going to try to call Brandon. We'll see if he answers. I don't know if he's going to answer because, you know, he's probably enjoying studying and drinking his pumpkin spice. Now he is probably nose deep in some pumpkin spice coffee right now. Yeah, he probably is. And, and Stat Guy, I, I see you looking at us. What do you got, buddy? Uh, see, so you wanted to know Vince McMahon's net worth it is now $2.7 billion. So it's point four billion higher. Yeah, so it's pretty I mean, solid. He's still, it's only four hundred million dollars. I mean, yeah, it's only four hundred million dollars. Someone in the lottery so, has I mean, more than that. Yeah, so he's he's making bank still. I mean, easily. Hello, <laughs> dude. You're up on a Saturday morning. I love it. We had to we had to call you for some picks because, <laughs> you know, there's some matches that were actually announced uh, that we don't know. Bear hopefully didn't cheat when he pulled up what the matches are. But uh, we, we got to get your picks because we actually know some matches now. Do you have time for us, or are you still studying? Um, sure, I guess I can step away for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, step away from that pumpkin spice. Yes. All right. So, um, Bear, I'll let you read the card, uh, those, pre- those preliminary matches, so we can get Brandon back to studying. Okay, so the uh, quarterfinal match, first one for the Raw bracket, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. What do you got, Brandon? Uh, let's go Seth Rollins. Second match, 
raw bracket as well. Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler. So what am I picking these all at once or are we going around? Yeah, so we can hang up with you and then finish our picks. Uh, Jesus. I mean, well, I'd love to see, you know, Kurt Angle win, but I think it's going to be Dolph. I don't think Kurt Angle can go uh, three more matches after that. Okay. For the SmackDown, their first match will be Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. Uh, well, I picked The Miz to win it, so Miz. And Mysterio and Orton is the other one. I'd love to see uh, Mysterio win, but I think it's going to be Orton. Okay, so you pick The Miz, so we'll take The Miz over Orton. And then uh, Lashley, who'd you pick? Angle or Ziggler? I forgot. No, I picked uh, Seth. He picked Seth uh, over Lashley. And then yeah. Angle or Ziggler? Because I didn't write that down. Dolph. 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 Okay, so Seth versus Dolph. Seth. And then uh, Seth versus The Miz. You're taking The Miz over everything? Yep, taking The Miz. All right. I think that's all we need from you. We're going to get back to our picks now since we know yours so I can pick everything opposite. Oh, and, and real quick, since you didn't answer Justin on the Twitter, what uh, political things do you see as being controversial? You did not answer that question. Oh. I... <laughs> it's too early for this. Um, dot, dot, dot. I don't know. I mean, I think the whole thing that, you know, that uh, that happened yesterday, I think it was... You know, definitely one of those, you know, controversial things, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, they still did the show, so. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I it's okay that they did the show yesterday. It's I, I guess that could be controversial, but he's saying other than Crown Jewel and the controversy yeah, surrounding it. But I guess you're right, because he, he was talking more about the murder that happened and took place, and you're talking about just the event in general. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you had all those politicians all week, you know, saying, uh, you know, cancel the show, but you know, money uh, influences a lot of things, and that was a lot of money that they were going to make off of that. And you know, they kept on saying it's a global event. So, uh, but yeah, they went on with the show. But uh, go back to your question. <coughs> Jeez, <laughs> you're right on the mic. Sorry, uh, you know, I had to drink that uh, that drink of coffee. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can't think of anything really off the top of my head um, that was really controversial, unless I'm missing something. Am I missing something? Well, we talked about the steroid scandal, the wrestlers dying early, <clears throat> Linda McMahon being in Trump's cabinet. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I mean, those are, <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are good. I didn't even think about most of those. So, yeah, Linda McMahon being in the, uh, uh, Trump's cabinet, I mean, definitely another uh, influence towards them having the show. Um. So, but yeah. Thank you. Well, appreciate appreciate it. it. Well, thank you for being our no first. Problem. Thank you for being our first call-in for the show. <laughs> Actually, we called you. So absolutely. Long, get, long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so exactly. Uh, so you didn't miss this episode. You actually were in an episode, so you've only missed three. So that means you'll only miss five, unless we call you next Saturday as well for the show. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Yeah, I got to get back to my coffee's getting cold. So Wildcat up. Wildcat yeah. up. Okay, we'll see. All right, All right thanks, buddy. All we'll right. see you. Go Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Later. See ya. What a loser. <laughs> what a schmuck. What a schmuck. All right, so we can get into our pick. So you had, uh, give me that again. You had Lashley and Seth. Uh, yes, Lashley and Seth. Seth. Okay. What do you, what do you got? Um, 
I am going to take Seth as well. I, I mean, he was supposed to fight Cena, right? Uh, well, yeah, or, Cena. So it probably would have been Cena and Seth. Yeah, now give, or it would have been different matches. Yeah, give, give me Seth. All right, next. Oh, I thought Jake not going to pick. Yeah, just going to leave him. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's go. He didn't even know who these people are. Yeah, I don't give. So? I don't care. I'm still. I went four and three just as good as you did last <laughs> week. So gotcha. You, know. you, you got gotcha you there. Dick. I'm going to go opposite of what you guys pick. Okay, so you're on Lashley. I'm on Lashley. You know what Bobby Lashley looks like? You. <laughs> Completely yeah. wrong. Bobby Bobby Lashley is a large black man, <laughs> not anything like Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. So good call. Well, like if you look at me, you think of the Big Show. Go next. Ah, yeah, right. Angle versus Ziggler. Dolph. Yeah, um, I am with you there, young Dolph. I agree. Hardy. Ooh, that was <laughs> yummy. Hardy. Hardy versus The Miz. Jake? I'm going to go see The Miz sounds cooler, so you know what? I'm going to go with The Miz. I'm also taking The Miz. The Miz. And Mysterio and Orton. Orton. Mysterio. Um, I am also gonna go Mysterio. Actually, I think that uh, I think he pulls the upset on old Handsy. So, what happens if some of our people are wrong in the next? So, it's, you got to get the winner right. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they fight. You just got to get the winner. Got That's it. That's right. All right. Next. So next round. Um, hold on a second. Let so me. So we got Dolphin Seth. So we well. We all have Dolphins. Well, no. no he has uh, Bobby. Hey, Bobby Lashley or Dolph. Um, you know, I don't know either, so let's go Bobby Lashley. Okay. Bear. Uh, I am going to take Seth as well, just like Brandon. Same here. Okay. I'm going to win. Probably not. And then, um, Bobby's all, of us have, all of us have Miz, Gary, Miz, and Orton. Miz. And, um, Brandon took the Miz as well. Jake, we have Miz versus Mysterio. I'm going to take the Miz. Mysterio or the Miz. Um, let's go Miz. All right. So Jake's championship is? Lashley versus Miz. Two heels. Uh, so do I got to pick that? Yeah. Uh, ooh, championship. Ooh. Well, it's just a winner of let's World go. Cup. Let's go the Miz. Miz. Okay. Um, I want to pick the Miz, but I'm gonna go Rollins here. I think that Rollins will beat the Miz, so Rollins over the Miz. I think that uh, I'm gonna take the Miz. One of two things are gonna happen here. I think either Dean's attacking Seth either during the match to cost him or after the match. So, but I'm gonna stick with Miz. Miz wins um, World Cup. But like you said, this is a face thing typically, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But we all have Miz and Seth. I think it makes for a great match, too. That will be. Um, um, also, since Daniel Bryan is out, Samoa Joe is filling in WWE title match against Styles. Again? Would, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I would imagine where we're all going to go here on this. AJ? Yeah. I would. Did Brandon have a pick on that when it AJ. was Daniel Bryan? Okay. So, I'm just going to write AJ down for you, Jake. Yeah, let's do just, that. I'll give you it, – it'll be a free win. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> all right. Next? Next, um, the bar with the big show – Versus New Day. All right, I'm going to go first right here. I'm going to go the big show. Well, he's not fighting. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just the big show. No, it's the bar. The bar is uh, <laughs> Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, they are the champions. They won the titles off of New Day with Big Show's help. Okay. Um, 
let's go Zaro. <laughs> okay, so the bar. The bar. Whatever. I'm Zaro. Zaro. Say it with me. Cesaro. Cesaro. And Sheamus. And Sheamus. There we go. I'm also going to go with the bar. The bar. And Brandon also has the bar. Okay. Miller Lite. Yummy. Next. So next is DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Let's go with the Brothers of Destruction. Do you know who who the Brothers of Destruction are? Hell no. <laughs> Kane and Undertaker. Oh, all right. You yeah, know, I want that. You know who DX like, is? No. Triple, Triple H, H and Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Oh, shit. Shawn, <laughs> Michael, Shawn Michaels' first match back in eight Ooh. years. Uh, I already wrote down you on Brothers of Destruction in pencil, so it's going to be hard to change. I mean, you can erase the pencil. It's yeah, not the eraser's almost erase. gone. I mean, I see it right now. It's completely... Why are you looking at my eraser, like bro? half full. Let's see it. <laughs> I'm going to change it, actually. Oh, so much erasing. All right. Oh, I just got your text. I just looked at it. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going with DX. DX. Brandon DX as well? Yep. Okay, so, so far, besides the World Cup, we all have the same picks. Right. And then uh, your singles match for the vacant Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. What do you got, Jake? I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. Well, be prepared to be under 500. Yep. Uh, Strowman, I think, finally wins that belt. So I'm going to go Strowman here. Strowman. Brandon has Strowman. Okay. So Jake's the only one on Brock. So, so wait a minute. Brock should win. Did Brandon and I agree the whole way through? Damn it. Yeah. You're screwed. Ah, going under 500. Yes, you but are. But you agreed all the way through except for Mysterio. And Rollins, I have beating the Miz. Yeah. So, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We're going to find out. All right. So, um, Brandon, thanks for the uh, call in so we can get the actual picks up. Um, so, how many matches we got there that we picked? So, there's going to be, I mean, we have, like you said, there's eight matches and then you got to, so there's going to be 11 matches total. Oh, that's good. That'll yeah. change the records up pretty good. Well, barely. I mean, yeah, either you and bit. I are going to – we we might mix. Uh, we might go one and one and still stay tied. One of us may go two over the other. Or we may just lose. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll find out. All right, next we got the the fun, of course, as always, Jason debate. Uh, this is fun. So um, he mentioned, to be entertained, I do not need to see wrestlers bounced off the concrete or metal floor, dropped in the ring, uh, ring apron area, speared through the LED boards, and so on. At Evolution, when Becky was taking the kendo sticks to Charlotte, he was thinking that it had to be gimmicked somehow. Then the welts started showing up on Charlotte's back. What are our thoughts on these high-risk moves and weapon shots based on establishing or creating entertainment? I'm going to go right here. So I'm not, a, I'm not the big <laughs> wrestling fan here, but uh, see, I think that's a good I – th- I like that. I think, you know, you got to bring a little reality into the sport. Um, can't be all just for show. I think, I think that's nice. I mean – you can't fake everything. You gotta. Yeah, dude. Let's just hit each other with kendo sticks. That would suck. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't like it. You gotta just, add some realism into uh, it. You we could have about a, that. We could have a ladder match with Jake. It'd be terrible because he could just reach the damn belt without yeah. the ladder. Who do, who needs a ladder? I mean, six <laughs> six. Who needs a ladder? I can just. Oh, you were six five last week. Did you grow? I mean, with shoes on, I'm six six. That adds an inch. You gotta think about shoes without six. So six, are you? Six, five. So we have a friend who is a twin who is like six foot ten or six, six eight. eight. Oh, he's 6'10 with the fro, when he had the fro. Yep. So 6'8, but he could. He, how would you rate his basketball skills? Um, He couldn't dunk. <laughs> he's 6'8. What? Could you dunk? I can. I could, I've been able to dunk since. I mean, he can ball, but. 
I'm I, sure he could dunk. And now that he's bigger, he he's can old. box out. He could never box out. Now he can't. Oh he's yeah, he's, he's put on some mass. That's for sure. Yes, he has. See, I've been able to. I've I've been able to dunk dunk since about sophomore year in high school. I so mean, were you was, better at were you better at basketball or baseball? We've talked about this. See, basketball I think would have been the better way for me to go. I think I was better at baseball until I messed up my arm, my yeah. throwing arm. Because you're a me. lefty. I'm a lefty, and I throw you know I throw a sidearm. It's kind of it's not good for your arm, but. Right. You know, I truthfully, baseball, basketball, what, I was good at basketball, I was good at baseball, but I honestly I liked lacrosse the most. What was what was your uh hardest fastball? I it was in the eighties. Yeah. I mean it was in the eighties when I was in Same. Uh, like freshman sophomore. It was like eighty year. I think it was like eighty six or eighty seven yeah, is the like best I got. Fresh. What do you think my fastest fastball was? Seventy five? Nope. Twenty six. Nope. Eighty two. Nope. 75. I wasn't a pitcher. I was a third baseman, so I didn't really pitch. Yeah, well, so but like, you still had to throw across the yeah, diamond. Yeah, still 70 miles an hour. 69. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should have guessed that right off the bat. Is that legit, though? I have no idea. Oh, okay. no, I, was, I was a terrible pitcher. I, I had to pitch once in Little League, and I think I, uh, I struck out one guy and probably walked about four so, of them. Yeah, no... I, yeah, I could throw across a diamond. I was very accurate. I like playing so, outfield, too, because I could throw a frozen rope, but I couldn't right. pitch. It makes no sense. That's like uh, Lance's twin, Kenny. He, like the other pitchers we had, throw a fe- fa- feast, throw fast. Well, Kenny ate some feast back yeah. in the day. <laughs> they threw fast. And yeah. when Kenny would come on the mound, he'd strike people out because he, like, it was like watching El Duque throw an EFIS pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He threw a lot slower same, than those guys. Same curveball like, as, what like, the hell? 58. He had a great curveball, though. Yeah. It was good. Here, I got a nice story for you. Just a little off topic, but baseball related. So, uh, fifth grade baseball, it was, I hated my coach so bad. He had no idea what – he had nothing, like no knowledge of baseball. He knew nothing about baseball. I remember fifth grade playing baseball, Little League in spring. I remember I went to three games. Or we lost all three games. And I remember after that, I uh, – Told my coach I had the runs like the last four weeks of the baseball season. We went like we went like zero and ten. I swear to God, we went like zero and ten, and I was like, Mom, I don't want to go to these anymore. Like we suck. We're not good. We're not going anywhere. Like I don't want to play. I have the runs for four I, weeks. I have the runs and I have diarrhea. I cannot go to these games. Like our coach was horrible. It was um, a fun little story. I I had probably the best little league coach, and I don't know Gary if you ever had. I mean, obviously you, you know Jerry. No, oh. you know who I had um, when I get into it, and I'll tell you who it is. But he um, at the end, it was close to the end of the year. We had like two or three games left, and like I said, I'm going to tell you who it is at the end, and you'll absolutely appreciate the hell out of the story because you know this man, you respect this man. I know that for a fact. He's a he's a great guy. Um, well, I know it's not my dad. No, I respect my dad. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, your dad was never my baseball coach. I know. So. I figured he might have been. You never but, know. But at the end, but at the end of the year, um, everybody you know who didn't get hit in the year, he lined up and beamed. Really? Dead serious. That's I mean, awesome. That makes you a man right there. When you're 11, no, 12, 10 years old. Um, but he was a great baseball coach. He has this will give it away. But he has four sons. Oh, um, they're all gingers. Well, except one of them. <laughs> oh, Bob Phillips. Bob Phillips. God. Yes. He, Respect he, that man. He was my yeah. He was my baby, and he, he still he still remembers me to this day, and he still remembers that to this day. And I, obviously, he's come on some harder times, unfortunately. But um, yeah, no, he amazing he, man who he was who Brandon a, also respects. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I let's say I said without Brandon here, he wouldn't know. But he was my little league coach, which is crazy. And actually, it was funny because Dean was one of the like base coaches when we played. Mark wasn't quite old enough, and I played with Eric. Eric and I graduated, so we were the same age, and Michael was a couple Eric years was younger. Eric was your – really? Yeah. No shit. I yeah. didn't realize Eric was that old. Yep, Eric and I graduated together. Yep, yes, sir. 
Um, but Dean was always there, and it's always funny because we went to Brandon's bachelor party, and Dean was there and got to party with him. And I was like, dude, you were you used to be my baseball coach when I was oh, Brandon, 11, and now we're Brandon getting hammered 515? together. <laughs> yeah, Brandon 515. Um, but, yeah, no, that was that was one of my favorite God, baseball God, I miss stories. going to church. Because I was <laughs> – I was. I mean, you should go. You, you need Jesus in your life. Yeah, I know. You, I, I, you know, as long as you make it past the stairs, you're okay. So when we, um, you know, when we played, like I said, he was a great coach, um, and I couldn't, I can hit for shit. That's why I didn't make it anywhere in baseball. I was a great fielder. Um, actually, probably one of the best third basemen of my time. I would say I'm dead serious. No, I believe you. That's that's about my only claim to fame is I could field and I could run because they walk. You know, I was a little league. They walk a lot and I was fast, so I stole a lot of bases. But I think I probably had like six hits all year. It was it was bad. I, six I could hits, ne- six for twenty with thirty seven walks. Uh, definitely that not was my, twenty. Probably like six for. That was 80. like my senior year when we had we played the house league. We were eighteen and zero. I was like twenty for thirty, and I had like thirty-five walks. It was stupid. Yeah, and that's that's the best. But I I love getting walked. I just I just couldn't hit. Never could. I think um, I had a triple my last game I played in little league, and that was about it as Dean, far as I Dean went. was a third baseman too, and Dean was good. Dean was fun to play with. He was a hitter too. He was a, a lot of fun. Brandon, he'll talk about his two triples, four for four, two triples. I was about to say, if I, if I played, like, if we ever played softball or we played, uh, you know, just like house baseball league or something, I'd definitely bat leadoff for sure. Leadoff or ninth. Wait, I can't remember. Were you ever there when we had the, the pool parties, the wrestling pool parties at uh, Brandon's? Uh, I was there for one. Um, I can't remember <laughs> on the rafts, was. Slamming on the rafts. Yeah. God. I remember we played baseball a few times back in the day. I remember we 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 get out when we could and played a few times at uh, Waterworks. Waterworks, I think, yeah. Right? Flooded yeah. Waterworks. I know we got to get back there and do some uh, like floor ho- or floor hockey, roller hockey. I don't Everyone's know way too old now. Yeah, but it'd be fun. Be a throwback. Well, except for Jake. I was gonna say, why don't what? I mean, what's there to say? Why can't we do? A we sh- we should play league, some, like beer league softball. Well, we should do like a, a football game just for fun. I'd Maybe around done. Thanksgiving oh, we'll have the. God. Brandon knocking on another tooth. <laughs> like five on five, six on six. Well, we'll play like some football. We need to have like the. That's what we should do. Let, let's think about this for real. We could have the first annual over the line sports podcast turkey bowl. Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. Okay. Flag, we'll have to play flag because oh, you course. know people were too old to get. To, I mean, I wouldn't mind playing tackle, but no, someone's gonna no, die. Some, we all have to go to work. Yeah, he's gonna break his collarbone again. Oh gosh, dude, it was my collarbone. I separated my AC joint, so. Um, but yeah, yeah we, still can throw, still can do that. Have, I think we should do that. We might have to get that together. Like uh, maybe I'll that, talk to talk to Brandon. Maybe I he'll mean, sponsor. Ev- it. Everybody's off the Friday after Thanksgiving. I mean Black Friday, right? No right. one works that day. Right. Got to get Brandon up from Cincinnati. Got to get yeah. Get slow. Get some of those guys up here. That'd oh, be great. Yeah. Slow is actually fast. That's the funny thing. He's just slow up here. Well, now I'm confused. <laughs> he's slow up here, but he's fast down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake and, would know. No, and and yeah. quick like that. <laughs> <laughs> So. Getting them cheeks slapping. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, that would be fun. That's something to do. But we got completely off topic. Yes, we of did. So now let's that's get back sure. to wrestling. Hashtag um, pizza shop days. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and that's what I said. I had, I owned that shop real quick for almost two years, and we lost one person, and it was Dude. it was slow. It, it was, was slow because he went to college. He had to go to college. He had to go to Cincy, and that's See, all we lost. That's the thing. Everybody at that place, they loved their job. They loved their boss. They loved working with everybody there. We had a great time. We played football. We watched football that night. We, we, me and you'd stay late. We'd watch wrestling. <laughs> we watched brawl, watch we, football. We stayed till were like, you there? You were there for the Michigan State-Michigan uh, game, weren't you, when I just went nuts when Sparty won on the punt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. was nuts in the shop. I was like, I just hear because I'm like, oh, the game's over. And then you hear, missed the punt. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> we oh, all yeah. just stopped what we're doing and look up, and it was just unreal. Wait, speaking of that, are these the two TVs from the pizza shop? Yes, they are. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep, <laughs> they are. That's what I thought. You are correct. So you have seen these before. But uh, to get back, like you said, Bear, into what was being asked, what did you think about um, the, with the women doing that? So I'll just read what Brandon said real quick. Uh, he thinks that they, they are uh, good at a point. So to go back to Jason's question or debate topic was when they're taking the kendo stick to Charlotte, is this good? Um, what are our thoughts on this, these high-risk moves and weapon shots based on establishing or creating uh, entertainment? So, again, Brandon said he thinks it's good to a point. He was never uh, that fan, actually, that wanted to see somebody die, but the thumbtacks always freaked him out. Mick Foley falling off the cage is still crazy. Chair shots to the head still make me cringe, but they were awesome. I agree. Um, you know, I think nowadays, you're, obviously nowadays, we know we're not going to see it, especially with all we know about head trauma and head injuries. I definitely, I know he said that, do you think they were a gimmick? But he kind of said they weren't. They definitely weren't. I mean, those, I, I think that those kendo shots are real. That's why they probably hit them around there. You know, they're, they're muscled up. So yeah, definitely there's welts. And I guarantee that hurts like a mother. But I, I think that, you know, certain matches you can definitely have them. You don't need them every time. It's not like it's ECW. ECW is fun, but it's not fun to do in every match. You definitely need a lot of, uh, um, how do I want to put it? You know, some technical matches in there you definitely want to have. So you're right. You you don't need to have you know kendo sticks and tables and ladders in every match, but you do need to have them in wrestling to make certain things entertaining. There are certain feuds that need that, just like this one did. It got heated and it needed this, you know, it needed this uh, this ending here with the tables and with the kendo sticks and the chairs, ladders, all that fun stuff. So you're right, Jason. It does not need to be in every match, but it certainly has to be in some of them. That's for sure. It can't go away altogether. I know that. And it was good, especially for that match and with the chairs. Yeah, they and made it work. They made it work, and they did a great job. Yep. Um, I think it was good. I, I mean, it made that match amazing. And like we said, five star match. It was it was great to see. So, uh, next one, Ryan. Can you break down the hard times promo from Dusty? Um, if you've never watched this promo, you have to. Um, Jason and I have watched this numerous times when we were um, bored at work or we wanted to get motivated. But this is an absolutely phenomenal promo. I mean, he's going. This is, I think. I want to say this was after Star K. This is like 85 or something. I don't remember exactly when. But um, it's it's Dusty Rhodes after he got injured by Flair, and they're telling a great story. And he gives this phenomenal promo on Flair about how it's hard times, about how, you, you know, it's about the family, and you don't understand that because you don't have family, Rick, and you go out drinking all this, and I'm a country boy, and I got to take care of my kids, this and that, and you don't know, um, you know, you don't know what you got till you get it sort of thing. And uh, Ric Flair put hard times on me, this and that. And just going in, you know, playing the Dusty character on how he's the, the plumber's son and how he's just the average blue-collar man. And that's what Dusty Rhodes ever was. And my, I think my favorite quote of the whole thing, he goes, there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, he's dead brother, and I'm the other one. And, I mean, that, I, that makes it. It's towards the end of that promo, and he just looks right dead in the camera, and that's what he gives. And it's absolutely amazing. I, you know, I love it. It's one of my favorites. I still watch it every once in a while. It's great. Um, it's probably my favorite promo that's not a Ric Flair promo, to be honest with you. So if you've never seen it, you need to watch the Dusty Rhodes Hard Time <laughs> promo. And if that doesn't that doesn't get you some goosebumps or get you motivated a little bit, I don't know what will, but absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Jason knows it's one of my favorites. That's why he brought it up. So I'm sure he'll probably watch that. And uh, when I don't answer my phone at work, he'll send it to me, the whole like two-minute promo in a voicemail, and I have to listen to it. There but I go. love it. Jake, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, so it leads into our next thing. Do we miss pyro ring entrances? They don't do pyro anymore. 
So there's no, like, what do you mean, like, fire entrances, like, no... Fireworks, like, nothing yeah. like that, okay. yeah. I mean, so they don't do that anymore? Nope. Really? I mean, do you know... Saves money. Saves money, okay. Oh, yeah. I see... I'm a fan of that. I think it's cool. I like it. I, I think it's fun for the audience. I think, you know, I, I, I like it. I'm a fan of it, you know. I don't... I mean, if they want to save money, they make so much money every year. I mean, they don't need to save the, what, thousand couple thousand dollars a year for pyrotechnics i mean well it's more than that but yeah i mean a couple thousand ten fifteen twenty thousand uh, dollars they're i would think billion. they're a million i mean so for what they do i mean it has to be but i'm with you and and i'll t- say what brandon said so he does miss them they were always fun he still remembers when jericho scared the crap out of him at raw in columbus bear was there for that uh, you still see people do the motions when they use the pyro like Brock, who was who I was going to mention. It's not the same when Brock does that and comes out and yeah, you know, pulls his arms down. There's no yep. pyro. Uh, he still comes out and does his thing, and then it looks weird when the pyro doesn't hit. It's the same thing like with Goldberg, Batista, Dudley Boys, all that. It's, it's just weird not having it, so I miss it too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, besides the actual wrestling, I mean, the storylines and the show is what it is. It's entertainment. So when you kind of take out those, the fireworks that make it, just like you were saying with Brock and, like, the Dudley boys. I mean, a lot of people had promo. I'm not talking all the ones that are just random, like, booms. But Kane's? I mean, Kane's without that. Kane's Kane's pyro was amazing. It made it. You know, you didn't, you hear the the organ play, you know, and when's his going to drop? Jericho, same thing. He did the, I I love some of them when you sit there and watch and you don't know when the pyro is going to hit. Or the surprise pyro, like I said, the one that scared the shit out of me in Columbus. I mean, you know, there's there's ones where you you don't expect it, and like you said, it makes it. That's the whole point. It's entertainment. We need the pyro in, so it's a little bit disappointing. I understand they want to save money, so so be. It. I mean, they have lights and they have everything else now, and floaty used car sales things and stuff like that, um, or the new day throwing out pancakes <laughs> so i mean there's still props and stuff but yeah i definitely miss pyro that's that's one of the things i i do miss one of my faves so the next thing do you guys think that there's too much talent for the amount of tv time allotted to wwe it seems wwe is grouping wrestlers together in terms versus in single storyline so brandon just said he does uh too many wrestlers for only two shows i tend to agree um there is a lot of talent they've grouped a lot of people together because they just don't have enough time that's why you have more you know stables coming back especially when they're bringing back people to do the things like crown jewel uh you got hbk back they need time you know hbk and triple h you've got the brothers of destruction back so they need tv time and it doesn't leave enough time for you know everybody else so i tend to agree with this bear yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat here. There definitely is too much talent. I don't know what you got to do, but making two pay-per-views a month isn't the—that's not an option. It's just too much. You don't have enough talent for Raw and SmackDown for two-hour shows each. I mean, you're only getting four hours worth of show, so it, it's definitely—well, I guess Raw's three hours, isn't it? Yeah. So, are you saying they don't have enough talent, or they have too much? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm saying they too have—they have too much talent. They don't have enough show time. I'm agreeing with go. what it is. There's, okay. there's not enough time. And like I said, two pay-per-views a month just isn't an answer, and I don't like and it because not, no one and, wants and to and watch it. They don't it. do it anymore. Um, and it's because it didn't work. It did, you're, yeah, you're right. It yeah, sucked. You can't have it, and that's what was tough with it. And uh, Jake, you got any thoughts on this? don't really have any thoughts besides for i mean from what i do know about this i know i agree with what you guys are saying tell um, them to bring back sunday night heat 
they they need to bring back Sunday night. Heat. Great answer, Jake. You're, Great answer. You know that's just the best <laughs> answer. Uh-huh. So uh, the the follow up to this is: Do you think WWE audience so ratings would make the following work all on prime time? So Monday Raw, Tuesday SmackDown, Wednesday NXT, Thursday Women's Division, Friday Week in Review highlight reels. That's too much. It's. Of course, he wants Thursday to be the women's division, so he can. That's probably when the wife and kids are out and about, so he can sit in the basement by himself. Or I would watching Grey's Anatomy or something. I, I would imagine that's why he picked Thursday night for the women's division. That'd be my guess, but um, I, I think that's too much to be honest with you. Um, especially if you do that, and then you have a you know you have a pay per view on Sunday. Like I said, you know Sunday night heat before was nice because you could get a couple dark matches in. Would they used to have velocity on Saturday night that didn't last long? You know, Saturday WCW, night's main event. WCW had you know Thunder had, on Thursday, and then yeah, they which had, is the SmackDown. They had the Saturday night stuff too. Yep. Um, and I think they had you know, there's a couple. You had the Saturday night main event. You had other shows they do throughout the week, which is fine for random ones, but not for this. I, I think it's just it would be too much, and I think the ratings would dip even more because people would be like, oh, I'm just going to watch Raw instead of the rest of it this week. Um, so I don't, I don't think that would work. If you think it would, Jason, you let us know what you think. I mean, obviously that's something that you might want, but either that or let us know if you have enough pairs of sweatpants to make it through a Thursday night. I I wouldn't mind three shows. I mean, they already have SmackDown. They already have Raw. NXT I would love to see more on primetime so people can actually see these guys. You know, right now they are on uh, the, the network, network right? right? But that's the other thing. It's to get people to the network as a good marketing thing because it's, they know that's probably their best show right now, in all honesty. Right. And so you, you can do that. I think you'd get a lot more people out there knowing who these people are on NXT, get them up to the main. They need more time. But I don't – a three-hour Raw is just too long to begin with. Yep. And so, you know, they even have to cut that back. So maybe if they went 2-2-2, two, two, and two, um, you know, I think what, – what do they say? That SmackDown's going back to Thursday? Is that right? Or Friday? Um, uh, when Fox takes over? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. It's Thursday or Friday. That makes and, sense. And uh, Stat Guy will check that out for us. And uh, thanks, Jerry. And uh, so we'll see. You know, it, it'll be interesting. They need to cut Raw back to two hours. It's just how do you cram that in? you got to do less in the ring, but I know you have to build a story, so it takes time. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, it's tough. So, uh, Jason, as always, thank you, and uh, look forward to next week's stuff. Uh, perfect discussion. With Jeremy, uh, hold on. We got Jake. So SmackDown is live on Tuesdays right now, correct? Right. Yep. So it will be as of October fourth, two thousand nineteen. It will be, or sorry, sorry, as of March third, two. No, it will be on Fox. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> It'll be on Fox on Friday. Let's put it that okay, way. Okay, Friday. Friday. That's, That's what, what we're looking, looking for. for. Yeah. Let's put it that Thank way. You. You're like, appreciate it. So, Jeremy's perfect discussion, factions and stables. All-time favorite uh, faction or stable and what iteration of it. He said, not the Blue World Order for him. Original DX with HBK, Triple H, China, and Rude. HBK knew he was untouchable at the time and could get away with doing anything, so he pushed the limits quite a bit. That was Brandon? No, that, that, that was, was Jeremy. Jeremy. That okay, was Jeremy's good. actual stuff. Good. Brandon had uh, honorable mention. I like his honorable mention, though. God, of course he had an honorable mention. The Nation of Domination. Nation. Which one? There was 90 million of them. Yeah, probably with the Owen. original. <laughs> with Owen. You're with, right. Without Rock? With Rock? I'll just... Because uh, the original wasn't with Rock. Yeah, I know. With Rocky Maivia. Um, three, he's got Ministry of Darkness. Two... It was, it was all-time favorite, not top 76, Brandon. Learn how to read. Two, Ministry of Kid Darkness. can't even read! Or three, Ministry of Darkness. Two, Heart Foundation. One, DX. Of course, he had the Heart Foundation. What, right. a, what a loser. 
Um, I don't have a top three because I know how to read. Yeah. My all-time favorite would be the Four Horsemen. Yeah. And we're talking probably though. I like. <laughs> what do you got? Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Arn Rick Tully, Flair. Rick, um, and um, shit. Can't even think of it. That's how much I love. That was him. his name. Shit. That's how much I love him. Yeah, it would be shit. Um, Arn. Why am I blanking here? Arn Tully, Rick, and I don't know. It wasn't Mongo. It was before Mongo. Yeah, what was that? That had Steve Mongo McMichael, Arn Anderson, Rick Flair, Flair, and that was um <laughs> can't remember the ben, fourth guy. Benoit was in that one. Uh, Benoit was in it eventually. Was it what, the original? Was it Ole Anderson? Ole, that's right. You always forget about him. I forgot about that. The two Andersons, duh. Yes. Um, and then, uh, gosh, I you know I would have to agree. Um, the the four horsemen were just unbelievable and they were fun back you know back then in the 80s um i'm shocked he didn't say the mega powers with hulk hogan and, and randy no and you know what and and i like the four horsemen of course anything with rick is just awesome evolution was good um you know i like the original dx like those both those guys said uh you know but i did like because of the the turn the original three guys in nwo yeah. hogan hall and nash the original three are great i mean once NWO started growing and then the Wolfpack and all that, yeah, it wasn't great. But definitely, I mean, great faction. Um, even, you know what, even the, uh, the what was it, Nexus? I mean, that was cool when it came out. I didn't like it as I it went on. It. But, yeah, when they when they first started, I thought that was great. I, I think in a newer sort of faction. I'm surprised Brandon's, one of Brandon's honorable mentions weren't the Spirit Squad. I figured he would enjoy that very much. That'll probably be Jake's. So let's make that Jake's favorite. Yep. Spirit and- Squad. You know, one of the things we need to do uh, in the future, one of the pay-per-views we have to go back to WCW when we, we cover one eventually. Remember when they had the Tower of Doom steel cage where you had the three stack cages? Yeah. we got to cover that sometime. We'll have to look one that. Of those. Find, yeah. Find one of those. And, you know, even World War Three when they used to do those with the 60-man royal and the three rings. Mm-hmm. Those were fun. Um, and even, you know, at some point we'll have to cover Bash at the Beach, um, 96, the when that all happened, the turn. You know, we'll cover that. If you look at it, it had a great thing. And then Starcade '97 is another one I want to talk about eventually. With Sting, right? Sting yep, Sting yep. returns and, and fights Hogan and changes the whole WCW landscape um, and gets them back. So, lastly, we have the top three Vince McMahon moments. So, uh, honorable mention for Brandon, of course. No comment. Kiss my ass, Club. When he ended up getting the stink face from Rakishi. <laughs> from His, him. His facial, his facial reaction was priceless. Look it up if you can't remember. Do you have an honorable mention? Um, I, I don't. There's a lot of good Vince McMahon moments, but I'll just keep to a top three. So no honorable mention for me. Number three for him, the unveiling of him with the Ministry of Darkness. That, that's a, that was a great moment. It was fantastic. I agree with him there. I don't. I wouldn't Didn't have Didn't he that say, it was me, Austin? It, it was, was me all along. It was me. When he pulls his hood back, yeah. Um, no, my my number three Vince McMahon moment would probably be the beer truck. I mean, that's got to be the that's best. When he's swimming, that was him, my number him, three too. Him swimming is amazing. Um, you you have to love that. Yeah. That was hilarious. He <laughs> he sold that so nice. He's just swimming in it. Number two for Brandon, uh, everything with DX, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Okay, I like that. My number two would be when he was with Trish and Linda was like sedated, and then that was when Linda came up and he just. And this was, it was the moment. It was that whole storyline, but the moment, at, I think it was WrestleMania 17, maybe, I think, um, when she got up out of the chair. And uh, yeah, it was when he fought Shane. Mm-hmm. 
he he you know she got up out of the chair and wasn't sedated and kicked him right in the nads and it, and it, you can see him because he opens his legs up but it was absolutely great because his face was fantastic and that was just his his face has to be some of my favorite but that was definitely number two for me so brandon's number one is my number two so i'll just give it at the same time uh everything with austin of course not that um, he said the first stunner, and then the Tyson and Austin. You ruined it. You <laughs> ruined it. Yeah, yeah. So that was my number two. Number one. Uh, my number one is the Austin with the uh, fake gun. Definitely, <laughs> always will be my favorite. Um, unfortunately, whether it was today or whether it was last week, I was listening to the podcast, and it was not real pee. I was very <laughs> disappointed to know that it was a whizinator. But um, when he pissed himself after Austin had the fake bang three sixteen gun. When Austin said it was hunting season, yeah, like absolutely that, amazing. That was part of my number two, you know. But like getting hit with a bedpan because that was not a that was not supposed to happen. That was not part of it, and he did that. Um, that was great. My number one, uh, just thinking back, is the like he talked about DX is still that promo where Triple H and Shawn Michaels come out as them and do the play the stand back video. Yes, <laughs> I love that. So. That would be my number one. I mean, him, him tearing his quads is also great. If I like, I said, <laughs> yeah. if I had honorable mentions, but I like when he almost uh, like tripped. Did you see that when he almost tripped on the rope and he kicked it? And he just turns and kicks. It, and he's like, "What the hell?" You know, because yeah. he has to remain a heel. Yep, you got that. And then I mean, obviously the Bret Hart stuff. Bret oh. screwed. I mean, like you said, there's so it's so hard to put three Vince McMahon moments because he's got so many. And you could sit here, all, we could sit here all day and talk about it. We could do a top twenty if we wanted to, and still probably not even get half of them. Right. But, yeah, there's a lot of good Vince McMahon. So that was a great question, though. I, I like that. Who, was that you? That was me. Wow, you are so smart some days. I know. Thank you. So leading that Appreciate in, it. Appreciate it. Thank you. And into next week, um, Ryan will be joining us. Ryan from the Grown Ups Podcast is going to join us. We're going to cover 1998 King of the Ring. Great card if you have a chance to look at it. Obviously, it's known for the Hell in the Cell. But it's going to be a great one to cover. Looking forward to that. And then I also have the topic for next week. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this yet. No. So the top three wrestlers to never win the heavyweight title in WWE or WCW. So if they won one, it doesn't matter. They could have never won a heavyweight title. And um, are we going to have somebody pick for next week um, a show to watch after 98? King of the Ring. 98. Or do we want to wait till next week and have someone I, pick that? I, I put on there. I haven't picked one yet, and so I'll let you decide on this. Do you want to do Bash? What about, at, oh, okay. Do you want to do Bash at the Beach '96 or Starcade '97? Mm, let's do. I've seen them both. Let's. Well, might as well just get Bash out of the Beach '96 out of the way. We'll do the okay the Outsiders. So we'll do that the following week. Bash at the Beach '96, which would be so that would put us at episode 28 and then that will be the one that brandon coming back on that Uh, one brandon returns so we'll have him pick the one after that how about that yeah we can have him do that stat guy will pick something someday um his nose you know i i figured episode 28 we can already name it um or 27 could be uh all i kept thinking about you know that song my boyfriend's back and there's going to be some trouble all that whole thing that song from back in the day no if I played it, you'd know it. Nah. So, you would know it. I'm telling is, you. Is it the Beach Boys? No, it's then a woman. I, I don't know then. Because we could have my Brandon's back, and there's going to be some 
pumpkin spice or some stuff. Well, by that time, it'll be November, so it'll be like Thanksgiving. It'll be some turkey. Because <laughs> we're going to have the— He'll drop the pumpkin spice and go to Thanksgiving food. We're, we're going to have the Over the Line Sports Podcast first annual turkey bowl, yeah. which is going to be great. We're going to enjoy that and have a good time. Oh, so yeah, it's happening. Yes, it is. So uh, we'll have to find a field for it. Um, Anthony Wayne High School. I don't know if they'll let us play on their field. We could play on the band practice field. We probably yep. could, honestly. Good. I bet you if I if I talk to uh, Ryan, he might be able to get us in there. I bet you he could. Or, well, wait a minute. I think we could use the field across from. I sit on the board of the Youth Foundation. I'll ask. I'll I'll pay. I bet you we can get it paid for just to use the field for one day. Um, the across from at Nona France where all the people play down there, where they play all the kids sports. Yeah. We'll see. I'll talk to them. See what they say. Maybe we can do it. That'd be fun. Okay. Um, and uh, so, as always, uh, thank you to our sponsors, All Wear Clothing, as we mentioned, Verizon, PNC, and Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Visit Scene. He will help you out. Thank you, Scene. Thanks, Scene, but not in Luxembourg. Those Luxembourgians aren't going to be very happy with right. Scene. Right, right. So, as always, good morning, as it is right now. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. We come on hot times, baby. Hot times. <laughs>